0: My name is Kate, and I just lost my 13-year-old dog. I was expecting it, as his movements were slower, his responses were weak, and he barely ate. I got dressed up, put on some makeup, some perfume, as I made my way to the vet. You get given the last appointment, the death slot, so as the vet waiting room empties out, only you and your dog are left, no one else to witness your loss. I was hoping he could be saved, I couldn't bear to lose him despite knowing his time was almost up. I didn't know why, but it seemed appropriate to have tried. I wore his favorite t-shirt, a very big colorful shirt with lots of puppies drawn on it. But of course, he didn't know or care what I wore now, I just wanted to be there for him. His name was Spike. He was a big, bouncing boxer dog. He liked footballs, chicken, and to sleep on our bed. He'd been failing for a while, slowing down, losing weight, heart troubles, neurological damage. But he'd hung on in there. Every time we thought it was over, he'd surprise us. Another new drug, another new day. He'd rallied so often we joked that in the past year, he'd had more renaissances than a French king. He was stubborn. I knew he didn't want to die. He didn't want to leave us. The latest sudden downturn made us realize he wasn't infallible. Maybe he wouldn't always be around. Maybe it wasn't fair letting him keep hanging on. And so, yes, I booked the appointment because if you love your dog, that's what you do, right? But as we clipped on his lead for the last time, he seemed happy for another excursion, stronger interested and excited, trusting. He enjoyed the walk, the sun on his face, took a roll in the grass. As we strolled, I held on to him as he was carried away by the butterflies rallying around him. I paused as I went down on my knees, a tear coming to my eye. I love you so much. That's enough, my mom said as she reached out to hug me. We returned to the vet, And with Spike in my hands, I gave him one last kiss as I handed him over. The vet smiled. I don't know why, but his smile felt reassuring. It's much better now while he was still happy, still enjoying the sun. Or do you want the bitter, bitter end? A snapped leg, a cardiac event, a collapse in his own mess, he asked. Of course not, I said. And so, it was today. My mom held him in a bear hug while I looked into his eyes and thanked him, told him how proud I was of him, that I loved him. I love you, Spike. Still trusting he didn't struggle, he looked back into my eyes until they didn't see me anymore. The next half hour was a blur. I didn't want to see his body, that warm, sweet-smelling fur that no longer held our Spike. Several thoughts began racing through my head, Did I love him enough while he was still here? He looked after us, but did I look after him? And who's going to take care of us all now? I was broken. My husband was inconsolable after the loss of his best friend. Our nine-year-old child, whose first word approximated Spike, and who has never lived a day without him, seemed to shrug off the news to reach for the iPad to look at some possible new puppies. I've just found that same child crying strongly in his bedroom. The bedroom Spike used to check on his nightly rounds. But not anymore. My dog died today. But it wasn't just my dog that died today. What's your story? True Tales wants to hear it. If you also have any such moment, you can share it in the comment section below. Hit the like button if you liked my story. Subscribe to this channel to watch more such videos,
1: and press the bell icon for more updates. Hi there! My name is Crystal, and this is the story of when we had my mum and dad's 30th anniversary party. It was a huge bash. My five siblings and I arranged everything. We hired my parents' favorite local rock band to play. They even set up a stage and dance floor in the backyard. We made a canopy roof from lots of twinkling lights. They are my mum's favourite. We had the party catered with all their favourite dishes from the local cuisine. There were coloured ice carvings on every table. I came up with the idea of hiring a videographer to commemorate this momentous occasion for my parents. I figured, since some of our relatives live out of state, we could go live for a while during the party to be able to share with them. My sister and I decided to take my mum for a little Women's Day Spa Retreat before the big day. We had such an amazing relaxing time together. Something we've never taken the time to do, just us girls, before. The three of us got manicures and pedicures as well as a facial. We were delighted to see our mother enjoying herself and feeling like a queen for a day. Now my three brothers, their job for the day was to make sure to get all 200 invitations out to our friends, relatives and neighbours with the larger percentage of people being local neighbors and friends since we didn't have many relatives that lived near us. My siblings and I decided to get my parents a whole bunch of lottery scratch-offs and make a basket bouquet with them tied with ribbons. And we would present them at the party right before the end of the night fireworks that we had planned. The big day came. Everyone had an amazing time. My siblings and I danced the night away and really loved seeing our mum and dad have so much fun as the end of the night drew near we had the videographer go live on my social media account to connect with all our family and friends that couldn't make it so they could see us present our parents with their lottery basket as they scratched off each ticket everyone was chanting and shouting win 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 when all of a sudden my mom starts to scream oh my oh my we won we won tears of joy were rolling down both their faces my dad was in shock One of their tickets they scratched and won was a million dollars. Now, in that basket were also tickets for a trip to Europe for both of them. They were so excited they didn't see it at first. Meanwhile, this whole time, not even realizing it, the videographer was still recording live on social media. However, while my parents went away on vacation to Europe and we siblings went to our farmhouse for a small outing, because of my posting on social media of the video that night, and all the information about their lottery winning, their gifts and trip to Europe being out there for everyone to see. When we all came back from vacation, their house had been f***ed. The only good thing is that nobody was at home to get hurt. The police never did catch who did it. But after this incident, my parents installed a 24-hour surveillance system. And we will never again post too much on social media. What's your story? True Tales wants to hear it. If you also have any such moment, you can share it in the comment section below. Hit the like button if you liked my story. Subscribe to this channel to watch more such videos and press the bell icon for more updates.
2: Hi there, my name is Teresa, and this is a story of when I was a little girl growing up. I had a collection of trophy animals, not live ones the type they get stuffed and put on display. I was always eager to find some new and rare animals to add to my collection. My grandmother had started me with this hobby. I had always wanted a real puppy, but my mom and dad were both very allergic. So my grandma had started buying me these cute little real fur kitties to sleep with. She told me they were perfect because they had no dander for allergies. Also that they don't need to get fed and that I could never get scratched. So, from then on, I started collecting every animal I could find, and they traveled with me everywhere. When I became a little older, I started getting these uncontrollable seizures. My parents ended up taking me to many different hospitals for all types of tests and treatments. Finally, there was this one hospital that I stayed at for some time. It specialized in just children, and I was so happy because they had animals they were service animals special to protect the children that they were assigned to. The doctor had told my parents that I was a very good candidate for a service dog based on the trial tests that they did with me there. And they assured my parents that my service animal would be hypoallergenic, so they didn't need to worry. This was the happiest day of my life. They brought in a few different dogs to try with me throughout the next few days. One dog alerted me immediately while eating my Oreos and milk, he saved me from having a bad seizure and the doctors came immediately into my room. So from that moment on, he became my very own dog. I named him Oreo. My parents came to take me home and they got to meet Oreo. They thought he was so cute. My mom was packing up all my things in my room to get ready to go. And she said, let's not forget about your backpack of trophy edibles that are on the shelf. And I told her, Now that I have Oreo as my best friend, we can find another child that has allergies and would like them. She thought that was a great idea. What's your story? True Tales wants to hear it. If you also have any such moment, you can share it in the comment section below. Hit the like button if you liked my story. Subscribe to this channel to watch more such videos and press the bell icon for more updates. Hi there. My name is Annabelle, and this is the story of when I became very enchanted with a 200-year-old historical Civil War town. So charming were the homes that I decided to buy one of the houses on the river. On the day that we had moved in, we were on the front lawn taking pictures to celebrate our first day. And as I looked back at the pictures, there was a boy in a Yankee Doodle top hat and a girl with brown eyes, black curly hair, and a granny cap on her head, staring at us from one of the bedroom windows. My immediate feelings were goosebumps. And then I thought, maybe they're just welcoming us. Over the next several weeks at bedtime, I would always feel as though I was being watched. Things on my dresser would be moved in different places And then, one night, I was awoken to laughter of children playing. I went upstairs, thinking it might be coming from my children's room. But even more frightening, I found them asleep. And the laughter kept drawing me to the back of the house. When I entered the last back storage room, the silly, playful child laughter had stopped, still feeling really eerie and a bit shaken. I convinced myself this time that maybe the laughter had traveled in the night air over the river from people in town and that it was in my imagination. Everything had been quiet for some time until a few months later, I came home early from work one afternoon. I decided to take a shower and get ready to surprise my kids that we could do some baking together. Then, as I was in the shower, in the faint distance, I hear a music box playing, like the type that had a ballerina pop up and twirl when you open the top. So I try and pay it no mind. Then I hear, Hey mom, I'm home, in my son's exact identical voice. I immediately respond, Oh hey sweetie, did school get out early? Can you take out the dogs? Then There's an eerie silence. I open the shower door a crack and again called my son. Still no answer. So I then look at my cell phone and according to the time, he'd still be in school. So I texted him and asked him if he was in school. He quickly texted back. Yeah, why mom? Everything okay? Now I'm really freaking out. My heart is racing and I heard that playful childlike laughter again, this time calling me back to the same area, the back storage room. I then looked up at the attic trapdoor and wedged between the hinges. The old rustic batten board was a very dusty picture frame. Inside was a picture of a little girl and boy. On the bottom of the picture was their names. Oddly enough, her name was the same as mine, Annabelle and the little boy's name, Joshua. Just as I lifted the picture from within the wedged area, there was laughter once more, really loud, and then it stopped. So we hung their picture in the parlor to include them in our home. And from that day on, the terrorizing hauntings had stopped. What's your story? True Tales wants to hear it. If you also have any such moment, you can share it in the comment section below. Hit the like button if you liked my story. Subscribe to this channel to watch more such videos and press the bell icon for more updates. Hi there, my name is Wendy and this is the story about my
1: boyfriend Jack. I can remember the first time I laid eyes on Jack like it was yesterday. It was the day I joined a fitness club for my New Year's resolution. As I entered the weight training room where he was, this big broad teddy bear of a guy, He looked at me and I wanted to just melt. I think he could feel the energy between us too as he was casually but very intensely staring at me. As he was going to leave the weight room, he introduced himself. Hi, my name is Jack and what name belongs to that beautiful smile? So I replied, my name is Wendy, I just joined today. He suggested that he could coach me on weights if I'd like and that he's usually there on Fridays. I told him I would very much love that. And so from that day on, we met week after week. Eventually, we were dating. Jack would always know exactly how to take me on such romantic dates. One evening, he invited me to his house for dinner. I was breathless from the moment he opened the door. There were roses everywhere and scented vanilla candles in all the rooms. He was wearing a tuxedo and smelled amazing. There was just one thing. He was wearing a hat. I thought in my mind, kind of strange to wear a hat inside. He was so sweet, so I didn't say anything. On our very next date, we met at the beach. When I first arrived, I didn't recognize him, as he was wearing a swimmer's skull cap. As he kissed me hello, he said, ''I hope you brought your bathing suit. The water feels very refreshing today.'' He rented a sailboat for the day and had it stocked with fresh strawberries dipped in chocolate and sparkling grape juice. He even thought to bring plastic-colored wine glasses. I thought to myself, ''Wow, what an amazing guy.'' As our dates continued, each one was even more romantic than the one before, as well as his flair for fashion, always with a matching hat. On Valentine's Day, he showed up at my door all dressed in a Cupid's costume. He had a bow and arrow and a violin playing music. He asked me to marry him, and as he pulled the arrow back, a small box popped out of the bow. Inside was the prettiest sparkling diamond I had ever seen. I started to cry from happiness. Of course, I said yes. We set a date for that summer. Our wedding day arrived, and everything was just perfect. Exactly the way Jack had always managed to arrange things. Our ceremony was outside on the beach. Everyone was there. I could hardly wait. So anxious as the music started to play, here comes the bride. Butterflies in my stomach, I thought to myself, this is it, I am about to marry the man of my dreams. I approached the altar area and we started exchanging our vows, when out of nowhere, a huge gust of wind blows everything. And as I look back up at Jack, his head is bald. I couldn't believe my eyes. As I looked on the ground, there was a toupee. He grabbed me and started saying how sorry he was and that he loved me so much, he was afraid to show me he was bald. I told him that he doesn't need to be sorry for loving me so much that he was afraid to lose me. I told him that it was so lucky to have such a perfect man, and love is blind that I never even noticed. We finished our vows and became husband and wife. That was the beginning of a perfect life together. What's your story? True Tales wants to hear it. If you have any such moment, you can share it in the comment section below. Hit the like button if you liked my story. Subscribe to this channel to watch more such videos, and press the bell icon for more updates.